Welcome to Sound of Ads, a one-time special podcast featuring your host, Yunsik Jung. Hello everyone, thanks for listening in. Today, I'll be talking about television commercials, but with a little twist. You see, when you're watching ads on television, you probably care more about what you're seeing than what you're listening to. But as you can probably tell from the podcast title, the sounds and the music that were incorporated into these iconic commercials throughout the decades is something that is worthy of discussion. So I am here to talk about it. Without wasting any time, let's go straight into the first commercial. And by first commercial, I mean it. The commercial I'm about to play aired on July 1st of 1941, right before the beginning of a baseball game. It was a 10-second ad for Boulevard Watches, so here we go. America runs on Boulevard time. So yeah, as you could hear, the only thing that was said in this short advertisement was the phrase, America runs on Boulevard time. And there's not much going on when you're watching the commercial either. It is simply a picture of the Boulevard logo. With television technology not as advanced in the 1940s, commercials really just felt like commercials and nothing else. The lack of incorporation of anything, not just auditory elements, show that not much can be taken away from these early advertisements, but things really started to pick up in the 1950s. The next commercial I'm about to play is about Kool-Aid. Unfortunately, I am not exactly sure when this commercial aired, but the description says it aired in the 1950s, so here it is. give your youngsters a lot of pleasure with Kool-Aid. You know it's pure and good. It has the Parents Magazine seal. And it's so thrifty. A five-cent package makes two full quarts. Just add Kool-Aid to water with ice. Add some sugar and stir. For the very best drink you ever made. Be sure that the envelope says Kool-Aid. So, although you can't see the commercial, this was actually the first ever Kool-Aid commercial featuring Kool-Aid Man. And although most of the ad showed a group of kids and their mother singing and sipping their Kool-Aid, it is also pretty cool to see that the Kool-Aid Man being incorporated into this commercial meant these were the early days of CGI. Anyways, onto all the whistling and music in this commercial. First of all, the musical repetition in this commercial is pretty apparent. It is this four note 
that repeats throughout the ad in both the whistling and singing. On top of that, the singing in this commercial is pretty great, as Kool-Aid wrote it specifically for this commercial. And it is mainly sung by a group of kids along with the Kool-Aid men, with the kids being the target audience of this commercial. Overall, the song is very uplifting and happy, which totally fits in with the theme of this commercial. Yet, the commercial still has this 20-second segment where there is no music, no singing, no whistling. It is simply just a mom explaining how to make Kool-Aid. So while this commercial was definitely a step up from the 1940s, it is still pretty clear that Kool-Aid, just like many other companies in this era, still use commercials to really promote their product, rather than what we see a lot in today's commercials where many large corporations are just going for the humor or just straight up brand recognition. Transitioning from this very happy and joyful Kool-Aid ad, next up is one of the most iconic commercials of all time by one of the most iconic com companies of all time, McDonald's. This commercial aired in 1971, when McDonald's was expanding very rapidly both nationally and internationally. And this commercial was part of a national advertising campaign. It was not the first ad of the campaign, but the most successful and iconic. So here we go. Grab a bucket and mop. Scrub the bottom and top. There is nothing so clean as my burger machine. With a broom and a brush, clean it up for the rush. Before you open the door, or to shine on the floor. When we finish one then, start all over again. Tell me what does it mean? At McDonald's it's clean. So, many things stand out from this commercial, both visually and musically. As you could probably assume from what you heard in the commercial, yes, this commercial was Broadway or musical theater styled in, in terms of both music and the choreography. But what really stands out is the fact that many middle-aged men working at McDonald's are singing to the song while cleaning up the restaurant. It makes up for this very funny but friendly image in the commercial, where you could just hear from it, you get a feeling that McDonald's is a nice and clean restaurant. In an interview done with the person who helped create this commercial, they came up with, you deserve a break today from this eight note, which many within McDonald's thought was corny to the national audience, but they went along with it and it was heavily influenced by the same harmony tempo, and instrumentation of many happy and uplifting Broadway musical songs of the 1960s and 70s. At the end of the day, the commercial was very well received by the national audience, and McDonald's' brand recognition exp exponentially got better. 
Now, taking a little bit of a step back from these expensive, very well-produced and thought-out commercials, which still exist, uh, but they are a lot more rare these days, um, many companies began producing these maybe lower-budget but still quality commercials. In order to achieve the same with less, many companies pivoted to animations, CGI's, or even claymations in terms of visuals and began incorporating some relevant pop music to make up for the lack of action in the commercial. So the next commercial is exactly that, an advertisement from California Raisins in 1986. California raisins from the California vineyards. Don't you know that I hide it through the grapevine? Sounds better than what I got. To put it concisely, this is a very simple commercial. It mainly uses the song, I Heard It Through the Grapevine, which came out in 1968, which is uh, very relevant to their product, raisins. Kind of like how country as a genre appeals to truck commercials, this specific song, not only lyrically but genre-wise, which is R&B, fits very well with what is going on visually with the ad, where raisins inside this construction worker's lunchbox are a part of this R&B band singing the song. And the construction workers are just in awe of the raisins singing and one of them explicitly says how it sounds better. The company really liked the song I Heard It Through the Grapevine and pretty much revolved the commercial around it, showing how sometimes the music can carry the theme of television commercials. Now let's take a little break from these fun ads and let's look at an insurance commercial. What I'm about to play is a Geico commercial that aired in 1990 and honestly, it's like going back to 1940s in terms of how boring and just commercial-like it is. So here you go. Do you realize just how much difference there is in life insurance rates from one insurance company to the next? For instance, if you're in good health and don't smoke cigarettes, Geico Life Insurance may be able to save you as much as 50% off the cost of your life insurance. That's right, 30, 40, 50% off what you'd have to pay for a comparable amount of coverage elsewhere. And not just this month, but year after year for the rest of your life. Savings like that are well worth looking into. So if you need $100,000 to a $1 million or more of quality term life insurance, you owe it to yourself to check with GEICO Life. Get the facts fast by calling now, 800-421-2000, toll free for this free information package. Including a person. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but this commercial is two minutes long, but it's too boring, so I will have to cut it short. I only played this commercial because of what happened to Geico in the same decade. In the commercial I just played, it was just a man explaining the insurance without any background music or anything, I guess to reinforce their professionalism as an insurance company. Fortunately for Geico, they kind of started this revolution of more fun ads for these more professional companies 
like ba banks and insurance. I'll let you hear it before explaining anything. So here's another Geico ad from 1999. This is my final plea. I am a gecko. Not to be confused with Geico, which could save you hundreds on car insurance. So stop calling me. Geico. A 15-minute call could save you 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> wow. What a change, right? I mean, first of all, this was the debut of Geico's Gecko the starting point of Geico's creative and more fun commercials. Not only that, but this commercial didn't talk about their insurance policy for two minutes. But rather, they pivoted to this simple phrase, 15-minute call could save you 15% or more in car insurance at the end of commercial, which finally came with some background music to go along with it. Though the segment of the music was very short within this 15-second commercial, its tune was able to reinforce a more professional and somewhat patriotic tone, which is likely what Geico was going for with this commercial. Now that music has pretty much penetrated into all types of companies' commercials, even the ones like Banks, Bank of America or State Farm, the trend we see in today's commercials is, as I said before, pivoting towards humor or brand recognition. This is kind of easy to do visually or with phrases, such as the phrase dilly dilly that promoted Bud Light. But in terms of music, it is much harder for the general public to relate to. Only companies that really try to establish their auditory branding really succeeded in doing so. But it is a very important part of brand identity, especially at the large corporation level. So, for the very last commercial I'm about to show in this podcast, I would like to present what I would call a very simple and modern commercial that really doesn't deviate much from the average commercial from a huge American corporation these days. This is a 2012 ad from Coca-Cola, so here it is. So, some things to know here. No words spoken throughout the entire commercial. It is simply just fully animated polar bears chasing around a Coca-Cola bottle, and it is timed perfectly with the music that plays along with it. It ends up becoming a very tense journey with change in tempo in both the music and what's happening on the scene. But... This is not what is special about Coca-Cola's commercials. 
It is the audio brand that always plays at the end of their commercials. I will play just their audio brand to see if we can recognize it. Your answer here is most likely yes. Because Coca-Cola has aired thousands of commercials throughout the decades and settled on this specific audio brand for people to recognize. And it really shows how music and sound in commercials has developed to a degree where audio brands exist. Whether you realize it or not, auditory elements of a commercial is just as important as the visual elements probably shown enough by the painfully boring Bull of a Commercial and the 1990 Gecko Commercial. Every commercial has different needs. Sometimes companies create their own music because they think it'll promote their product better, or maybe sometimes they're just not as lucky as California Raisins, where they had a relevant music to go along with their brand. And other times, like Coca-Cola's audio brand, it really doesn't matter for them what the commercial is or what kind of music is played throughout. As long as their audio brand is at the end of the commercial, it is a Coca-Cola ad. But the important thing, I believe, that companies figured out throughout the, throughout the years of commercials is the fact that music is a necessity and it is essential for commercials these days. And we as an audience should understand that Although we may not be able to detect all the auditory cues that advertising agencies these days are putting into commercials purposefully, uh, we should still recognize and appreciate how music and sound is being used in TV commercials a little more. Anyways, this was just a little bit of a history lesson, a little bit of a personal opinion piece on how I think music has evolved and affected television commercials throughout the years. Thank you for so much for tuning in, and this was Yoon Sik Jung, your host.